Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I am super excited to kind of sit down with you and chat about uh, this topic that I feel like is a little controversial for some people um, because they often associate it with something else. Um, but I feel like it's something that I use all of the time. It's something that I give my clients to utilize. Um, and I, I wanted to explain a little bit why it works and things like that. And so what the fuck am I talking about? Okay, let's just get, let's get to it. I'm talking about prayer. Um, and the reason that I feel like it's a bit controversial is the fact that prayer is often associated with religion and the uh, there'll probably be a whole other episode on religion and um jesus and and the virgin mary and and things like that where i, I go into a little more of the spiritual understanding and explanation of that um really incredible leader i don't know if you can hear the jingle that's my my dog asking me to go outside <laughs> But um, come here, come here, Willow. She's like, no, guys, I want to go outside. Um, but the the thing about prayer is, before I do any healing session, I always um, I, I always do a prayer to really create intentions. And I want to explain to you why it works and why I use it, because I also give it to clients and a prayer doesn't always have to be like dear god or dear you know whatever whatever entity you pray to and you know you ask for things and then you know amen it doesn't have to be like that prayer is simply using your words to create a vibration and intention for the direction of your energy um and i i think what people don't understand is that you utilize like a, a prayer or prayer-like energy all the time, all the time, just because it's not the formal, just because it's not the formal, you know, prayer with your hands clasped and on your knees or anything like that does not mean that you are not praying. She's very fervent about going outside. She clearly sees something that she needs to go get. Um, so prayer in general is really this opportunity for you to actually create energetically the environment in which you are able to receive. So a lot of times when prayer starts, it's kind of like you're asking for things, but, and there's also this element of gratitude. Could you stop? You guys, do you hear this like constant jingle? Like it's so hard to work with this assistant. Come here, um, you're not going outside. Um, the good girl Willow. Um, you're, you have several different bodies, 
So your mental body, the one that includes thoughts and the one that is really kind of giving this directive to your physical body is influenced by not just the thoughts that you say out loud, but the thoughts that you think. And if you don't actually understand how to utilize your words, it's probably why things aren't manifesting, why things aren't working out and you're hitting some of these like struggle bumps. So I want you to try to actually use your words to create the environment in which you want to experience life. So when I go into a healing section, I want to protect my own energy. I want to be a clear channel and vessel to communicate what's for the highest good, or if they have a specific intention, I kind of put that in there. So I always start with the creator of all that is. You can start your kind of prayer however you want, right? Dear God, dear universe, dear source, whatever, you know, give it direction. You do the same thing when you speak to yourself, when you speak to others, you're literally using, because words carry a vibration, they carry emotions, they carry a frequency behind them. And so I utilize prayer before every single healing session to do a few things. I ask that my energy is protected um, because I don't always know what I'm walking into. I don't know what they've experienced, what they're holding on to, what they're bringing that they're maybe looking to let go of. I don't want it to, um, to cling to me. So I do that first. I ask for to be a clear channel. I ask basically for... I don't say, hey, can you take away all the things that wouldn't, I say, allow me to be a clear channel and vessel. Because that's going to look a little bit different for everybody because everybody is different and everybody has different needs. And then I also ask for whatever the intention is for the session. And then I say, and so it is. So I don't, I don't close my prayers down with, um, or, or my, my um, I don't always close it down with like, Amen or thank you. I actually close it and so it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I say it three times. There's significance in the power of three. So, and so it is, is giving the direction that these things are. The things that I just asked will be. I've been clear about the intent and the direction of my energy. So they will be and so it is. It's kind of, it's a lot more commanding. Basically, when you're trying to create something, energetically, like, I don't want to be like, kind of sort of asking, I want to be clear about my expectations, and clear about what I'm asking for, clear about the directive, and always say it in such a way that it's really for the highest good. So that doesn't mean that I'm trying to control how things come to me or how things happen, but I'm using the power of prayer to be able to put myself in an energetic space for the highest good. So you can do this in all things. I, in, when you're going into a difficult situation, creative all that is please allow me to clearly communicate what my needs are please allow us to effectively come to some type of solution please allow all that is said to be for the highest good and so it is thank you thank you thank you it's like it's already happening this is already my intention i've already kind of paved the way for this to happen and this is something that i think is really underutilized for a lot of people because they think that it's something that they have to be religious to do. All religion picked up on, and a lot of religions, is the power of words. They've understood the power of the mind, or at least in the, you know, the creating of the uh, religions. Oftentimes, the initial 
people who initially created the the religious the religion or the depending on you know uh, which one you follow the intent was there's always a lot of prayer right if you ever notice there's a lot of prayer there's a lot of scene it's because of vibration and even if they didn't create it with that understanding they recognize this seems to work so I'm gonna do it what's funny which I also um, kind of laughed to myself a little now especially this day and age is you know pagan witchcraft things like that utilizing spells utilizing incantation same thing same thing so what's often really interesting is the religion really weaponizes and really um looks at witchcraft paganism things like that as bad when a lot of the practices are really similar they just call them something different <laughs> all you're do doing in prayer is utilizing the power and the frequency of words of your mental body and you can do this with anything and i do it before every healing session i do it before difficult conversations i do it in the morning um kind of a i do meditation and then i set an intention for my day and i move along and it's kind of a set it and forget it i feel like energetically i have given that intention of where i want my energy to move i'm not going to continue to come back and come back and ask and ask and ask i'm not getting exactly what i want that's you trying to control the narrative instead you want to really be asking and then allowing yourself to be in a state of receiving right if we're constantly asking if we're constantly in this masculine energy of like doing asking <coughs> excuse me things of that nature you're never actually putting yourself in a state to receive receive which is where the change actually happens so if things aren't working out the way that you think they should because of your prayer maybe they're trying to work out a different way and your focus is so closed off and, and the focus is so narrow that you're not seeing kind of the um it's like going from like a laser beam to a light bulb so oftentimes in certain things they're like oh you want to go from like a light you know a more broad to a more narrow in this type of thing where you're already trying to control something your view is too narrow you actually need to be open to receiving things the way that they're meant to come to you not how you think they should come to you which is often two different ways so that being said utilizing prayer can be so so powerful this is going to be kind of a, a quick a quick podcast because I, I just feel like I want you to get out there and I want you to utilize it. So I tell my clients things like, um, especially if they have a crown chakra imbalance, um, having faith in that things are working out in your favor. I say, literally say to yourself, like everything is always working out in my favor. Now that's not a prayer per se, but it is kind of this mantra this is this belief, this belief that I am energetically creating, again, the environment in which I can receive this, right? Everything is always working out in my favor. I'm not always waiting for the other shoe to drop. One really great way. Another really great way um, that I tell my clients is utilize things like say, like what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. So when people come at you and often emotional dump on you, right? They're, um, sometimes I call them energy vampires, <laughs> where they just kind of suck the life, the life out of you. Right? At the end of it, you're like, ooh, I need a nap. 
you recognize like these people are a lot and they really drain me. It's not a bad thing, but that's when I say like, it's mine is mine. Like knowing that I'm going to go into an interaction, I energetically set it up, right? Like when somebody goes to play a game and they're a professional athlete, they don't just get on the court and play. They warm up, warm up. So you're really prepared for the best experience. If you know, you're going into it. Um, another thing that, I utilize prayer for, which is really a part of the reason why I wanted to come on and share this because I think so many people can benefit from this. So if you're kind of tuning out and passively listening, perk up your ears. Hello. Um, because the most people, we are overstimulated. We are not actually meant to take in as much information as we do. When you think about how we lived you know, decades ago, even there was not social media in our face. There was not constantly a screen feeding us constant information. Um, we are more bombarded with information that does not really, not to say it doesn't apply to us, but the governor in, you know, Florida and you don't live in Florida is not really going to affect your legislature, what your governor decides per se for your state and what your, um, regulations and different things like that are going to be. You don't need to know that. That actually has nothing to do with you, right? You don't live in Florida. You don't vote him in. Like you're not planning to move to Florida. No need. Okay. Um, and not only that, you get from all these different families, all these different dynamics. You're on TikTok, you're on Instagram, you're on all of these things. And you see how all these other people live or what they show that they live like. And so then there's all this processing and judgment and criticism, self-criticism around what's going on in your life. Not only that, we live in much, especially in cities and different things like that, you're uh, much larger communities. Um, so when we used to kind of live more tribes and kind of families, like that wasn't nearly as many people, you're not going into a Costco, you know, a couple times a week. And even, you know, even going to school, you're not around so many people. And that's the thing is energetically, we're just bombarded with a lot. So if you notice when you go to parties or when you're socializing a lot and you feel really drained, maybe you're aware that you're a little bit more empathic and you have a tendency to take other people's energy on. That's a whole nother thing. But what you can do is literally go to the bathroom, wash your hands under water. You don't have to use soap, just rinse them and just say a little prayer. Anything that is not mine, I allow to be released from my body. Any energy that is not mine and is not here for the highest good may leave. And so it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There have been times that I've gone places and literally felt like, you know, when you kind of feel anxiety when you're in like crowds and stuff like that, try that. Um, I've used it with clients who are teachers. Um, I've used it with, even with yoga teachers. They're not necessarily touching people or or they're just kind of directing a class, but there's so many people and the people when they do yoga are really working through and expressing emotions that have been suppressed. So even if they're not saying it, they're doing it through the manipulation of the fascial and connective tissues. And when that is released, that energy is released. Somebody who is aware of it and who is facilitating class, they are literally the space holder for all of these people. They're allowing these people to process. And so a lot of times they can take that on. So I told my client, go to the bathroom, wash your hands just in between each class because she would teach back to back. And she was like, holy shit, 
this made a huge difference. So if you get anxious, you have a lot of social anxiety, or you notice you feel really tired after social interactions, I want you to try to start doing those things. I do them even after one-on-one -on -one clients. I do it all the time because I recognize that because of how intuitive I am, it's not that necessarily I'm picking up and taking it mine, but I'm very aware. I'm not letting it energetically affect me as far as you know, my behavior or how I feel about like none of those things, but I do recognize something feels different. I don't feel quite like myself, like my unique energetic signature. Sometimes as soon as I wash my hands, honestly, it feels like, like a breath of fresh air. Like, you know, when you do a really deep inhale and an exhale and you're like, I just feel lighter. That's what that feels like. So I want you to try that, especially if you were in the service industry, things like that, where you work with people go wash your hands, set a little intention to release the energy that you may have picked up from some other people and allow it to be transmuted for the highest good. I often say, I know some other people say return to sender. So if you, um, there are other healers that say return this to whoever sent me. Here's the thing. If this was energy that they are trying to release that they no longer want to have, think about if you were holding on to somebody, you were holding on to something, you're like, Ugh, I don't want this anymore. And you gave it to somebody else. And they're like, sure, I'll take it. And then they hand it back to you and they're like, I don't want this anymore. Would you be like, fuck, I don't want it either, right? They're going to be combative about taking it back, especially if they're, a lot of times what people siphon, when people siphon their own energy out or release energy that they're holding onto that's not theirs, you can find some resistance towards taking it back. And you don't want that. You don't want this energy to, when you're trying to push it away, it being pushed back to you. Because sometimes like, you know, think about how like a boomerang comes back around, like that shit comes around quick, okay? <laughs> I don't know if you've ever thrown, thrown a boomerang. <laughs> But that shit, it whips back around, okay? So you don't want it coming back to you, especially if they're also trying to deflect it again. Because you don't know and they may not be aware of it. And so because you're not aware of it and because it is subtle energy that you're working with, it is best, I have found, to always just say, allow it to be transmuted for the highest good because energy never dies. It doesn't just disappear. It is constantly being transmuted. I mean, on the more like gross larger level, the food that you eat it's chewed up, right, into your system. It's broken down into smaller and smaller molecules. And then it is built into molecules that your cells and your system can use and either stored or use or whatever. So it's like even that energy, when you break that down, like it doesn't, it's like the bun doesn't stay like a bun of like a, a you know, a burger or something like that. Like it gets broken down completely and then made into something new. All energy is that way. It never disappears. So think of it that way that it, when you allow it to be transmitted for the high school, you release it with a sense of love and that what's meant for that, that energy will be transmuted for that. Like you don't need to carry it anymore. And water is a really, really great conductor and being able to think about all that it does for the earth, not just us as humans, but sometimes even being put into the earth, allowing the energy to be grounded, um, watering plants. 
So if I have any like stagnant water and stuff like that, I often will throw it outside. I usually bless it um, because again, the molecular um, makeup, the it's not that it just, that I can't remember, I'm going to tell you, and I can't remember right offhand, the study that was done on water and picking up the frequency of words when it's spoken to it. It actually changes the way that it's organized, like on the, the microscope, when you speak, I love you to water, it literally looks like a beautiful snowflake. When you speak, I hate you, it looks like the, the blob virus type things that you see under um, a microscope where it's just kind of like patchy and blobby and inconsistent. It's because again, words have meaning and frequency behind them. The meaning that we give words has a feeling, an emotion, a vibration. And so when you allow it to just be transmuted for the highest good, you kind of come to that place of love or neutrality where it doesn't mean anything. You don't need to hold on to it. It can be put back for the highest good. So that's something that I think can be really, really valuable for a lot of you. So if you haven't already, start utilizing prayer. Start utilizing, again, it doesn't have to open with like, dear God, and it doesn't have to be on your knees. It can be you know, with your hands, you know, together or anything like that, it can literally just be taking a moment, taking a pause, giving some direction that is always for the highest good. So a lot of times I do include that verbiage in there. Please allow me to navigate this situation with blah, 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 that is for the highest good of all. That way it, again, comes from a space of neutrality. It comes from a space of allowing what is for the highest good to be, instead of the resistance of trying to control and manipulate an outcome. Um, it, I find it just lands a lot easier in the body. You're a lot more resistant to how things pan out. Um, you really are open to a lot of possibilities and it usually works out better than you could have thought. So try those things. Let me know how they work for you. If, you, um, if you're trying them, if I would love to see you kind of connect, send me a, a shoot me a message on Instagram. You can go ahead and follow me at Shalane Carter. And uh, I give lots and lots of information on my Instagram. I'm always kind of teaching all my stories, different things like that. So I would love to see you there. And um, if you aren't already, please hit the subscribe button. Um, that way you can be notified when there's new episodes, things like that. You really don't want to miss. These are easy tips, tricks. I really try to make healing really applicable and easy for everybody. Working with subtle energy is not something mystical and, and crazy and um, only for certain people you're doing it all the time and you don't even know it. You don't even know it. I really want you to feel empowered though, to be able to create in the intention to allow your energy to work for your highest good instead of feel like you're fumbling and I don't know what I'm doing. So that's really what I'm always trying to teach on all my platforms. So um, if you're loving the episode, you can always set write a review. Um, it's just so, this is one of my favorite ways to teach is being able to teach in such a way where I can just share with you my knowledge and just talk and word vomit is, is really the best way for me. I just, I really enjoy teaching and I would love to hear what you want more of. So please don't be a stranger, reach out. I would love to hear from you. Until next time. Cheers, everybody.